the happy corner. Hey everybody, welcome to the happy corner. It's KB Marion and Blaze. You and our special guest. Hey, it's JR. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, sorry about that. I'm super awkward. I've never done a podcast before. Hey, I'm JR Castor. <laughs> hey, how much time do I have? <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> Gonna be good. Oh, this is such a good goes. first impression. Sorry about that, guys. That was great. I loved it. That was really good. I like that. Welcome, JR. Hey, to thanks. Happy Corner. Hey, thanks so much for having me, guys. This is super fun. Yeah. It's... How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm doing. I don't like this live shit. <laughs> I, I have to hold the camera the whole time. Yeah, yeah. It can't it's just, this, you should have just set it up. We should have. Oh my god, Timmy. He's on a tripod. Timmy blames for the win right now. I have a tripod you can use. This is so cute. I should have done this I mean, we probably should have discussed it before we started recording. Um, but I don't even know how to use this. She don't even know how to use it. This is great social media presence. (laughs) Wait, hold on. (laughs) I'm going to quit live. I'm just going to put this out there real quick. All right. You're talking about social media presence. Our first uh, topic is... uh, is Blaha? Blaha. Blaha. Shout out to Sean Blaha. But it's called, uh, is, 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 we should have a blah, blah, about the ha ha. It's, it's, it's where we do comedy talk. And, uh, yeah, shop talk about comedy. I'm gonna put this out there. Uh, some, you know, I know some comedians that, you know, just went to do Just for Laughs and have been on auditions and shit. And everything that they have been told is that your social media is more important than you actually being funny on stage. Oh, fuck. Go fuck yourselves with that fucking mentality, dude. Like, I'm going to stand on that shit, dude. That's the reason why you have trash-ass people doing live shows and people are like, what the fuck is this? This is terrible. Like, there's a difference between being funny on... You know, social media, right? And then actually doing like stand up for like a thirty minute, forty minute set. And that's how we end up with comics that go up there and do like bar jokes. I feel he's fine. (laughs) Are you short? (laughs) Yeah, I should probably go check, but. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There's a dog that's happening. Yeah, yeah, we we got a we got a uh, a lovely pooch who's who's going through it, but. No, uh, I just wanted to, to I just wanted to like kind of acknowledge that like how do you feel about the whole idea of having to be so present like because it takes so much time right. honestly to do social media well and how you want to do it it takes time yeah absolutely so like how do you you know do you how do you balance that time of like um, I want to be a good stand up and be out there working on stand up right. but also doing the social media thing right it's yeah it's all about finding like that balance i would feel like it i mean i, I grew up like in the age of like social media so like yeah. i'm more acute to it i'm yeah. more used to it and stuff like that so it's a little easier for me but i i feel like what's more important like if you're trying to be a stand-up comedian it's like focus on like your material focus on your mood on your um persona and stuff like mm-hmm. that make sure you have like good shit before yeah. like talking yourself like as if you were bigger than what you actually are on social media, you know? Because, yeah. like, you can talk that talk, but, like, you need to, like, um, actually have something, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, like, I feel like social media makes it so much easier for people to, like, um, gain these egos, mm-hmm. you know? 
with like every like and stuff like you could be you, um you get like a lot of that and may and convince yourself that yeah. you're the shit yeah but like i just feel like if you don't have the material like you're not gonna get so far yeah yeah and i also yeah. think that like when i hear industry saying shit like that like you mm-hmm. need to get your that's what the fuck you guys are for i provide the talent yeah you guys are supposed to have the people, aren't you? You're this big brand, this big right. name, this yeah. big thing. And what they're trying to do now is tap into people's followings to get more people to watch and be a part of it. Okay, so now are you paying me as a marketing person too? Do you right. feel me? Right. If, like, Are you paying me as a marketing person too? Because I feel like you would have to. If it's so dependent upon how many people are following singers or comedians or whatever and that is a that is a part of it then i should get a part of your marketing budget because i feel like you're this big brand shouldn't you already have that yeah yeah absolutely you know i don't know i just think i don't know it's a it's a catch-22 i think you know you can because i've seen people who have like a, a ton of followers but their live show mm, where are the followers when it comes to the live show? Do you get what I'm saying? I've seen yeah. people perform and they don't have people that are following. Like, there's followers. Um, they had the the numbers on their site or whatever, but but they're not at the shows. They're not right. at the shows. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that a lot. Uh, we have a thought from the audience. I test all people who are gigantic social media presences and can't do a goddamn thing on stage because you can cheat to get numbers mm-hmm. on all forms of social media. Oh, uh, there's a whole fucking group. I don't care how many fucking, fucking Instagram videos you do, how many there's fucking Facebook videos you do, it, just because you're an Instagram star or YouTube star, there's only been like one person who's come out of those people that actually had any talent that was Bob Burnham and he is aware and acknowledges the the cheat code that it was that he got fame from it but he's also proven that he can do stuff outside of what he did everyone else who does it is just like I have not seen one of them on stage and went yeah this person has inherent talent to do stage presence stuff they just write very low bar simple relatable trivial viral shit or steal or Or steal and it's just like they try to make a business out of the art form and do the lowest form of art. And there's some people I've seen who do it that like are talented on stage, but mm-hmm. it's just like they focus too much on the social media branding thing instead of being mm-hmm. a fucking entertainer. Yeah, right. And being someone who creates on stage. Yeah, I would like to make stuff that isn't stand up, but I'm not going to do it for this viral marketing, yeah. like pseudo destructive art form. Fuck that! Right. You're you're here to be a comedian and make something. Don't fucking just low bar it and just phone everything in. Right, and that Bo Burnham thing. He's such an intelligent human being. Mm-hmm. He's always like innovating shit and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So like, um, you saying that like he's like kind of like the anomaly out of all that group. I feel like that is. I completely agree with that. Just because I just feel like he's such a genius and like mm-hmm. he's very innovative in comedy and like I haven't seen shit done the way he's done it before. He's right. good people. He's a good, yeah. he's a very good so, comic. So and funny. he's really smart and he like he you get told that he understands the craft of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
you know what I'm saying? Like, he understands the craft of it. And I think that, like, because I've seen people try to do what they do. Here, because here's what happens. I've seen this happen. Where the person who's doing social media shit. Alright, so maybe they do get the following and those people are going to come out. So those people come out. And then they try to do their stuff on stage. And it doesn't translate. Right. So now the people are like, wait a minute. What the fuck? Like, you're really funny. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, what we're tricking the audience now is that not realizing that the, um, I feel like my, my, am I buzzing in you guys? Am I too loud? I don't no, think I don't so, think so no. Um, so I think that what ends up happening is that when you do that, you create a lane where it's like, we're not teaching the audience, like, yo, this will work on social media because right. it's a minute, two minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily want to see that on stage. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, then the audience is like, wait a minute, this was... F-. And I'm like, yeah. Like, I had one of my friends, she was trying to get me to, like, uh, bring out this social media comic. And I was like, he sent a video, and he did exactly what he did in his videos on stage. And I'm like, that's... <laughs> then I could just watch the video. Yeah. Right. Because, like, what's the point? What's the point yeah. of actually having this person out if they're not actually going to do an act and then when they see real comics they're like oh shit that's what that's supposed to that's what it the experience i'm supposed to have when i go to Mm -hmm. see live comedy you know what i'm saying yeah i feel like a bunch of these like videos like online they're like based on like them being like a character or whatever and so Mm -hmm. like they put like a lot of videos out but like it's that one character I think, mm-hmm. like, my biggest fear is, like, having, like, a character, like, be my identity, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm not into that. Yeah. Well, since we're talking shop right now, why don't we just get into, like, okay, so how long have you been doing comedy, JR? Um, so in January, it's gonna be my, it's gonna be two years for me. Um, yeah. Of, like, actually, like, pursuing comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first started off, it was, like, near the fall. I was just going to, like, one place. It was just something for me to do on a Monday night, you mm-hmm. know, but, like, I didn't actually start pursuing going to different mics up until January of 2016. 2017 yep yeah yeah i remember when you like started um Mm -hmm. and i was i was out in la and nelly hit me up shout out to nelly bob every episode (laughs) (laughs) he gets his own little segment nelly is a great person (laughs) he is a great person and uh he was like dude he was like oh my god you're gonna love this guy and i was like really and he's like yeah it's this little dude named jr and i was like really he's like yeah because he's like He's like, he reminds me of you in that, like, this weird creative, like, you're doing the uh, posters thing and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, really? He's like, he's going to be good. And I was like, all right. Like, and I came back and I was like, oh, he's funny. Oh, my God. And his watching, watching your growth throughout this time that you've been is has been amazing oh thanks so much guys you're really filling my heart up here it's like uh it's unbelievable i remember you know like everybody struggles when they start and uh and i remember it was john torres looked over at me and he's like this kid's gonna be so fucking good and then like within the next couple weeks i'm like this kid is so fucking good (laughs) yeah yeah oh thanks i appreciate that yeah john was like one of the first people like um in this scene to like reach out to me like talk to me and stuff like that and like yeah that i didn't know he said that and like this is just rocking my world right now yeah yeah 
He was, yeah, he was, he called it. He definitely yeah. called it. And you, you came in with like a whole, there's a whole new like freshman class mm-hmm. that came in all at the same time and you we're, were really part of good. it. And yeah. yeah, everybody's been so good. Yeah. Sorry for a whole lot of people. Not all of them are still around, but like the people who mm-hmm. were like, usually still around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't want to do that. I was in a group with six motherfuckers. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> is it me. just you? Yeah, I'm just pretty you. much the only one that consistently does yeah. it now. Like, yeah, like I started. Um, what's funny is like Excel is in my my class of mm-hmm. um, you know Rudy. I think Peter Daniel may have a year on me or something like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I I you know. And what's crazy is, like, you'll end up, like, steel a sharpened steel, and, like, the real will recognize the real, and you'll congeal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's like, uh, the people who are like, oh, that motherfucker's serious about it. Okay, I want to rock with them, because, like, you don't want to be around a person that's going to end up, or a group of people that's going to end up, you know, um, like, retarding your actual growth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So, like... I think that uh, when you know you get a good class and like you still being here like yeah. is a good is a it's, good thing. It's like, funny yeah. you bringing that up because like some of the people like I started with who are no longer here. I just remembered like almost all of them were like so fixated on other performers instead of their own. Oh, it's like yeah. oh this guy is horrible or whatever mm-hmm. you know. And it's like um, I used to be like that way too just mm-hmm. like okay i'm after this guy that that's awesome it's like he's bad and stuff like that but like that is so like detrimental if like mm-hmm. you're putting all your focus on other, other performers people. instead yeah. of your own you right. know right yeah i think that's the the downfall of a yeah. lot of i had uh one friend we went to a show and i i was just enjoying and laughing like when i go to a show like I love comedy. Yeah. I don't go... I'm not going to sit up there and mean mug <coughs> at a show. There are some comedians who will not laugh mm-hmm. at yeah. a stand-up show, yeah. which is mm-hmm. the bitchiest, pettiest, lamest yeah. shit ever. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't I like that. Like, you're a comedian. Why are you even there? Like, yeah, if you're not right. performing comedy, and you're even there... Yeah. yeah. You Why? Know, like, it's so, like... It's always a critique of, like, comedians. Like, if, if people laughed... And I laughed, and or if people laughed, and I'm like, I, I don't, that's not my style, but I get why that's funny. I can respect that. I don't need uh, to comment, add commentary to it. Right. But, uh, you know, I've had friends, like, we'll go to a show, and they'll critique every single thing. And I'm like, but they're on stage, and you're not. Yeah. So what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. you need to shut the fuck up. Right. Like, you know, like, it's, yeah. uh, you have, yeah. comedy is the most humbling shit right. ever. You have to be very It's almost careful. like you're going there to show support, but, like, you're not showing support yeah, by right, doing right, that at right. all. So, like, what, yeah, what's you're the point? You're trying to, like, yeah. what, I, then that makes me feel like you're playing a game and you're trying to fuck yeah. with me. Yeah. As weird as that Absolutely. is, like, uh, yeah. it's weird for me because, yeah, I do like to make strangers laugh. Like, yeah. But when they're when my friends are in the audience, my comedian friends are in the audience, and I hear them laugh, then I feel, like, really accomplished, like... Because I know, like, you know, we're at open mics and shows all the time. You're, you've are you heard the jokes. You you know, like, we had a show at the Donut last night, which was awesome. And by the time it airs, this airs, it'll be, like, next month's show. But really <laughs> great show. I was on it. And hearing, Third like, Saturdays. hearing Cameron, who has, um, who has seen all my material numerous times, 
hearing him laugh in the corner, I'm just like, ah, it feels so good to make your friends laugh. You know? Yeah, for absolutely. sure. I love Cameron's laugh. Cameron's got a good, That's Cameron got like good shouted laugh. out yeah. last night because yeah. he was like, he wasn't the only person laughing at this joke, but he laughed the longest. Yeah. And I don't even remember what it was or who it was. It was Tyler Menz uh, who fucking crushed about yes. the guy. But I can't remember what the line was, but it it hit me in the gut. And oh, it was just oh, like, I know. It was um. Don't ruin it. It was uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. It was a retitle of a book. Oh yeah, right, right, right. a retitle yeah. of a book. And, yeah. Um, I lost my goddamn mind. Like I love watching comedy, and I love laughing, and I love the fact that other comedians hear me laughing and they're like thank you for laughing yes. <laughs> I have heard so many times like if you weren't there for that set my god I'd kill myself right, right. but it, you're supposed to fucking <laughs> what you do and enjoy watching other people do it Yeah. and if you can't get joy out of the thing you're trying to do that is literally bring joy to people yeah, right? what's the point? fuck off what's yeah. the point or you well, just need to like, step your own game up yeah. Yeah. Well, you're just salty because your ass is on the sideline exactly don't be I, salty like, I go to out, shows like, and have had other comedians go like, are you going up tonight? I'm like, no. They're like, why are you here? Because I like watching comedy yeah. and there's people I want to see and there's names of people I would look to book. And also, I just fucking love supporting other rooms because yeah. if you don't support other rooms... And don't get mad if nobody supports your room. Like, right. Yeah, exactly. Off. The other That's thing true. is is uh, don't come supporting the room, quote unquote, just to get booked. I've had comedians do that where I'm like, I don't, you, you, I'm half, I'm half this close to dropping a name, but because I really, that dude fucking annoys me. (laughs) We got a break soon. (laughs) So, Khalil, I'll say it. There. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, But, um, go to support the room. I like going to rooms just to check them out. Yeah. And like, oh, what is this new thing? Like, Mm -hmm. I finally, you know. Now that I'm not broke and I can actually go check out shit, there are so many shows that I'm like, oh, God, I got to go see that. Like, yeah. I got to go see that show. I got to go yeah. see that show. So, you know, yeah, go out and, you know, so, so support the support the cause and don't be yeah. douchebags. Yeah. yeah, support the sure. arts. Support Damn it. What do you want to, um, you want to pick another? Yeah. Do it. Pick a number. You already chose five. Okay. So pick a number one through eight. Uh, let's do number three. Number three. My and favorite number. Number three. Oh, favorite theme song or jingle? Already? Yeah. Shit. This is a fun one. Do you guys usually mm-hmm. save this for like last or or? Um, it's always been our last. Uh, okay, for sure. But we could. Yeah, oh, yeah, we we can, yeah, we can do it. Yeah, we can do that now. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? Well, recently I've been on a Kickstarter back on the Teen Titans. Mm. Uh, the 2003-2006 series. Ah, okay. Because, like, there was, like, (laughs) specific years that Teen Titans. Not that Teen Titans go shit. Yeah. (laughs) They just do trap beats. Yeah, millennials know what I'm talking about. (laughs) My nephew sent me to Teen Titans. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like, do you watch Teen Titans? Like, that's the one thing I miss about teaching. It was Mm -hmm. like, because kids, like, they keep you young. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like it was like always stuff that like yeah. but yeah. Teen yeah, Titans, you wanted you yeah, wanted to do the jingle for Yeah, us? when that shit was new and stuff like that, that was like one of the only things like I was like genuinely excited for every yeah. Saturday night watching a new episode of Teen Titans. Yeah. You know? <laughs> every time that theme song came on, like I was just raring to go. Yeah. Do the you theme know? song. What's up? Do it. 
Oh, I'm gonna sing the theme song. <laughs> yeah, oh, give, okay. give us a little. This is an give exclusive. Us a taste. <laughs> yeah. Give us a taste of it. Okay, uh, count me in. Where's my snare, Dr. Dre? <laughs> when there's trouble, you know who to call. Teen Titans, from their tower, they can see it all. <laughs> you guys are supposed oh, to see that Titans. part. Oh, sorry, Teen Titans. I don't know Teen Titans like that. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. My bad. That was a millennial thing, but... I'm right. a millennial. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're the old Just, millennials. Yeah, we're the old we're millennials. We're actually called Xennials. Oh, oh, no. oh, it's so. Oh, it's, there's an ad. It's a popular. I just remember that Teen Titans. Like yeah. that's all I. I remember. Steven the Universe. That was another one they forced me to watch. That was after my that's time. Yeah. Oh, was okay. Ready? Oh. This is it. Yeah. Teen Titans. <laughs> Teen Titans. Teen Titans. <laughs> <laughs> do you have the lyrics video up? Teen Titans. All right, they do say Teen Titans go. Yeah. All right, that was a good it was, uh, it was so yeah. bogus. Their last season, um, in 2006, it ended on a cliffhanger, and then they just canceled it oh, after that. that yeah, me yeah. Off, so dude. when they. When they're bringing like Teen Titans Go back, it's a completely different incarnation of it. Like the original was like um super drama, super suspenseful, and like um had great action and like there was some humor in it. But like they, the new one that they brought back was based solely like on humor, and it was just like very garbage, very um uh, middle of the ground like humor. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it was for kid. It's a kid show now, and like it just has very very dumb. Like, well, it wasn't kids a kid humor. show before. I mean, yeah, it I was, like it but was like it had, it had show. elements, yeah. It was yeah. a teen okay. show, yeah. Kind of like Justice League, yeah. but like, it was a little more goofier than Justice League. Yeah. You know, oh, and again, because like their demographic was kids at the time, but like it had more mm-hmm. for like a kid's show and things like that. Yeah. Anyways, when they were bringing this back, everyone got like super excited. It was like, oh, they're bringing Teen Titans back. Like they could finally finish it, but like it was this and like people got so mad. And then like this show's been playing for like about five years now and they brought out a movie recently. Um, they had an end credits scene where they returned it to like the style animation and like they're like oh it's us again we're coming back and like everybody's super excited because they might actually do season yeah. six and I've never been excited for oh, anything man. more in my life I hope it's called remember the teen titans <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> yes oh my god yeah wow. yeah well, like I don't know where they're You're gonna welcome. I don't know where they would play it though because like they got they got the show still going on on Cartoon Network. I'm thinking like if they were to bring it back, they might pull a Samurai Jack and play it on Adult Swim. Swim? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or like okay. I know I know DC. Oh God, has, that's like, where a... shows go to die. <laughs> oh fuck Adult Swim. They have. Uh, um, what happened <laughs> to Black Dynamite? Okay, that was an amazing show, and that one yeah. ended on a cliffhanger. Uh huh. And then it was like, and it's not coming back next season. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Uh-huh. Adult Swim is notorious mm-hmm. for doing that shit. They did that with Boondocks. Yeah. They did that. They've done that with like every fucking show. That's great. I didn't know Black Dynamite was on Adult Swim. I thought, I think I saw like an episode on Spike once or, no, wait. 
That was Black Samurai. Afro. Wait, what was it? The Sam. One about Afro Samurai. 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 Yeah, Afro yeah. Samurai. Okay, never mind. Completely mixed that up. That started out there. Okay. It started out on Adult Swim. Okay, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I got beef with Adult Swim. <laughs> so I guess. <laughs> Shit. Nah, Shit. they just keep doing shows dirty. Karen. Uh, Super Jail is gone. Did you get excited about you wanted to say something? No, oh, I just def- take it back. I, I want to defend Adult Swim. Oh. But oh. I understand because I wanted Black Dynamite to come back. Yeah. Um, I love Black Jesus and that's gone. Then that's gone. Um, Afro Samurai was fucking great. Uh, there's a lot of new shows they've come out with that I'm not a fan of uh, that are just kind of feeding the beast of what they know works and like the last sh- few shows they've had that have come out that have actually surprised me with how well fucking done they were was definitely Joe Para Talks With You. I want to. Oh my God, is it good. Yeah. It's this, if you're not familiar, it's a stand-up comedian named Joe Para who does like this very quiet, small town Michigan guy who just like tells unassuming jokes. Mm-hmm. But the show is where he just talks to you about things Mm -hmm. and it's just his life as a grade school choir teacher in a small Michigan town and he talks to you about things but the entire over arc of the episodes is insane and each episode gets crazier and weirder and more perfect in a way that like I have not seen a show that short written that well in a long time. How long is it? Like 12 minutes? It's like a 12 minute. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. It's so fucking good. There's one episode, it's just uh, called, the title is Joe Para Reads the Church Announcements. (laughs) And it devolves into him talking about Baba O'Reilly by The Who because he heard it for the first time. And he just like spends days awake continually requesting Baba O'Reilly on the radio. And he's just super jacked up about how good the song is. And that's the episode. And it's so fucking perfect. That's that's why I I, I, I just Alright. Well <laughs> We'll see how long they keep it on. That and I want to pitch my cartoon to <laughs> We'll see how long they'll keep it on. Uh no, I and, and that's the crazy thing, is like Adult Swim actually has like great shows and they like that's what I'm saying like you guys have great shows you guys they allow them to kind of create and do this weird you know what I'm saying like I got addicted to squid billies like oh, oh yes. yeah yep. am I the only one that, no uh, I the apparently I'm the only one who doesn't like squid I fucking love squid billies Watch such Graham. a fucking yeah. good show yeah I, I haven't watched enough of it the to on the nose form an satire. opinion but I don't I didn't I watched enough of it to be like I'm gonna turn this off it's a lot. There's a whole bunch of over-the-top crazy shit that happens. I mean, the entire idea is there's hillbilly squids that live in the mountains of Georgia. Okay. But the satire of what those people really are, like the hill people of Georgia, like the guys who started Adult Swim are from Atlanta. They grew up in like rural parts of Georgia, and they're like, this, these are people. Mm-hmm. These are real fucking people that exist yeah. that... Love getting money from the government, spending it on drugs, booze, and fucking guns, and then hate to everyone anything. who's different from yeah. them. And like, 
one of the uh, the character things they have is that the squids hate white people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they like talk, call them like chalky alabaster whites <laughs> and like their creamy skin and shit. And they, there's, it's so fucking good. It's yeah. so bizarre. It's it's amazing. Super Jail is like that. Yeah, like, Super Jail is over the top, wonderful animation. That is some of the most beautiful animation I have seen, like 2D in a long time. In a long, long time. Yeah, if you like Super Jail, there's a new one. It's Ballmasters 9009 or something. It's Christy Caracas who does Super Jail. And yeah. it's extremely well done, like, hand-drawn animation fight sequences. Like, it's like a fucking anime. There's so many anime elements to it, but it's so fucking funny. And what's cool about uh, a lot of those uh, people who worked on both of those shows, they actually worked on Beavis and Butthead and Daria. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's how... I was like, there's something about this that is just resonating with me. And then, I miss Daria. Yeah, I miss Daria. All right, well, we're about to actually head to a break, but before we do that, I want you to actually choose the next uh, topic. And we'll okay, one. for sure. Yeah. So, no three or five. five uh, yeah. Let's do six. Six. Let's do six. <laughs> so... We are going to come back from our break Uh-oh. with JR. That was Uh-oh. such a tease. <laughs> with what makes JR happy. Oh, that's a good one. This is going to be great. So we're going to break. See you guys in a bit. And yeah, the happy corner. See you soon. Let's do this. Uh, uh, uh. Let's do this. Uh, uh. Are we recording? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, welcome back to the Happy Corner with KB and Amy and our special guest Jr. Castro. Hello. It's Jr. It's Sterling's J. watching. Hey, Sterling. Hey. Uh, and so before we went off to break, we are back from break. Uh, we the question the topic that we're on is what makes Jr. Castro happy? Yeah, Jr. This is the happy corner. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's clever. <laughs> wow. This asshole. <laughs> well. Oh my God! You and Chris Bonget are like I don't know what it is. I just. You two. Somebody actually mixed us two um, for each oh, other the other day. Yeah, it's crazy. Like <laughs> That is crazy. Nothing alike. Yeah, that's like, so racist. Like, not every Mexican looks the same. <laughs> like, how dare they? Right. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Chris, Chris has been on the show. Yeah. Chris like, was, I think uh, it's because we just wear tight pants. That's what I think it is. But, like, I don't know. I, we just thought that was the weirdest thing, you know? Like, because what? Chris is Filipino. Yeah. Yeah. He's, like, clearly Filipino, you know? Well, he gets mistook for Mexican all the time. All the time. Well, I grew up with a lot of Filipinos, my Puerto Rican half. They were like, Um, shit. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What do you call it? That's one one of our words. Oh, 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 okay. And it's me. It was my word. It was your word? Yeah. Sweet. Uh... So, you don't have to do this. Okay. You don't have to do this, JR. But we have Fireball. Uh, it's in Sterling's gin. Malibu, a drop of Malibu. We got gin upstairs, and we got some vodka. Uh, if you would like to partake in the shot. Uh, yeah, sure. <gasps> I'll be down for it. 
Which one would you like? Uh, let's try the Malibu. I've never had that before. Right, it's, it's, it's a nice little splash. Mm -hmm. I'll do a fireball. Okay, cool. I'm just a fireball. Right, Tim? <laughs> this Happy Corner Podcast was brought to you by... Fireball. Fireball. Let's <laughs> clear your sinuses today. That's my favorite Pitbull Drink song, by the way. Down. Down. That's a good fireball. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like, I dig it. I like Fireball a little bit. I like it a little bit. Oh, that tastes good. Mm. It's tasty with pineapple juice. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For later. Anyways, Congratulations. I grew up with a lot, a lot of Filipino friends from like my Puerto Rican half, and like I just think Chris like l reminded me of somebody from like my childhood, and that's why I knew he was Filipino. He looks. Uh, if you grew up around Filipinos, yeah, you know, you know, mm -hmm. little buddy yeah. is a Filipino. Yeah. 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 Shout yeah. out to Chris Bongat. Yeah, Chris Bongat. Yeah, we love, love you. you, Chris Bongat. Who uh, also wrote our theme song. Yes. Which is a really great theme, theme song. song. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You got one word left. And now I hope I, I hope that you get it just so I can participate because I'm feeling really <laughs> left out. So, sure. no, we were talking oh, about yeah, what, makes sure. you, what makes you happy. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a whole bunch of things that make me happy. Like, um, just a lot in life. Like, um, I love, love, I'm a big music guy. I love going to concerts and stuff like that. Oh, Last yeah. time I went to see Newfound Glory in the middle of it, I'm like, oh, man, man, I am so happy to be oh, here speak right of the now. devil, yeah. Chris Bongat's watching. Oh, is he? Okay, Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Manny. I love going to concerts. Those are like my happy, my yeah. happy places and stuff like that. It's like, what, um, what's your favorite venue? My favorite venue for a concert. Let me like, see. Let me think there. Honestly, got probably the bottom lounge. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. It's in a sketchy part. Yeah. of like Chicago and stuff like that. But like, I just love that room yeah. a lot. And like, um, I like their food there too. Yeah, I like, haven't I was eaten there. there. I've yeah. only. Mm -hmm. Party to get mm -hmm. thoughts yeah. from the audience. Lounge, the one that's literally under a fucking train track. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay, I have that there. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a fucking great thing. Right. And, yeah. like, that's where I went to my first concert, too. So, like, it has, it? like, um sentimental value for me, too. Um, It was to see Dashboard Confessional. Oh, my nice. goodness. It was the sing along. Yeah. Is yeah. that the. Your hair yeah. Yeah. is everywhere. <laughs> Screaming infidelities to take yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that nice. emotion. <laughs> yes! Oh, I get oh, to drink. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Obviously, emo. Right there, right there. We got emo in Puerto Rico because I was like, KB, hey, you want to drink today? And she's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Alright, awesome. It took longer yeah. than I expected oh, to okay, be quite sure. honest. It for sure. did take Cameron's over there shaking his head. Uh, <laughs> bad and fireball, please. There's like a sip of... Right. We can do the fireball okay. as well. That's fine. Oh, yes. Once again, the Happy Corner <laughs> Podcast <laughs> brought is to you. brought to you by Fireball. <sighs> again, if anyone wants to donate alcohol... To our cause. Do, yeah, if you want to donate booze to our the very happy, irresponsible no. cause. Yes, but it's, yeah, it's purely for a great. But segment. yeah, that yeah. that that first concert was like the ten year anniversary for the first Dashboard album. He was yeah. playing it in its all in its entirety, except it was a solo acoustic show. Oh, and like ooh. I was very captivated by it. He played the whole album, then he played like a bunch of deep cuts after that. Yeah, and um, I remember because like Dashboard were like my favorite at that time. It was. 2010-ish, I want to say. Listen, you don't have to explain. 
Because I'm a dashboard professional fan. City well. Jake's yeah. here. Hey, hey, City Jake. We're live, so we have to. Yeah. Anyways, don't, just, don't do anything you don't stupid. Even, you know, I, I totally get it. I'm yeah. a dashboard confessional fan, yeah. even though his voice is a little. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, him they, and. Uh, are they still around? Yeah. 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 Nice. Uh, they just put out an album this year. It wasn't that good. Oh. But like, that's um, a bummer. Yeah, yeah, it's very disappointing. He tried to make, like, a commercial. Like, mm-hmm. Which is not him. Yeah, it's not. Like, I'm just listening to it. Like, there was, like, an eight-year wait for that album, too. And, like, there were only nine songs. And, like, a lot of them were just very lazily written and oh. things like that. And, like, that really bummed me out because I know he's, like, a good songwriter mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And he should be making, like, lyrically his best music right now. Yeah. But, like... It's like, just, uh... Yeah. If you... Do you like uh, City and Color? I haven't gotten into them much lately, but like um, I like the things I've heard yeah. from the past and things like that. Because yeah. like to me, that was like a maturation of mm-hmm. Dashboard Confessional. Like yeah. it had that sing-alongy, absolutely. You know those like hooks that kicked, but like that emotional right shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Aside from that, I do love going to emo nights. Those are my favorite things to go to. Just, like, being there, like, everybody just playing, like, all this music that, like, I grew up with and that I loved. And, like, everybody's there because they love that music. Yeah. It's just, like, such joy I experience, you know? Yeah. With, like, all these fucking sad I songs. I didn't know, I didn't yeah, know, that, I didn't so know there was really it was an emo night. Are I thought that was just his joke. I didn't know that it was a real thing. I know, I didn't no. either. I thought it was just a joke. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was a real Chris thing. Chris Carraba's work with Further Seems Forever. Yeah, yeah. I love Fire done. is the best thing he's ever done. I do love that one, too. That's a great album. I also, really... same with Dallas Green and City of Color, because his best work is Alexis on Fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will say that for both of them. Alexis... I, I like both. Yeah. Yeah, I like Alexis on Fire, too. Yeah, I um, have a dashboard act tattoo, actually. Just, like, to commemorate, like, my first concert, because, like, he played that album and, like, a bunch of other deep cuts. Like, I knew every song... Except for one of them is because I didn't buy that dashboard album at that point, um, because none of my disc replays or Best Buys sold them. Mm-hmm. So I was always missing one album from my collection that yeah. like I never heard and stuff like that. And he played one song from that album, and like I did not know it. That was the only song in the set list I didn't know. And then after the show was done, I went to merch. They had that CD on sale, and I bought it. Mm-hmm. And the first track was that song I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So like every time I listen to that song now, mm-hmm. it like takes me back to like being like, being like in that first concert, just like experiencing, yeah. like one of my favorite artists there. It just makes me happy every time I hear it, you know. Yeah. And I got it. I got that tattooed on me. Oh, that's really yeah. cool, dude. Yeah, that is cool. What was what was your? I think the first concert that I really fucked with was Incubus. Oh, oh okay. that's a really good first concert. Like I was just like I was up front row center, like just getting smashed. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. but no, it was that was the greatest. That's them and um, Fishbone. I saw Fishbone at House of Blues, and they were amazing. And they were ones that, mm-hmm. like, played, like, deep cuts. Like, if you hadn't listened yeah. to their albums, you would have hated their set. Hello, Mikey yeah. Mountain. Hey, what's up, Mikey? Is Fishbone the one where uh, English beat opened? The English, no. <laughs> Fishbone, that's Jake right there, you guys. Uh, no, Fishbone was the head, uh, no, 
English Beat was the headliner. Oh. English Beat was the headliner, and that was not. It was on my birthday. It was March third. I nice. remember at House of Blues, and you it was were like the English Beat fans so hard. Yeah, fuck the English Beat, dude. Just bopping along <laughs> in like Doc Martens and shit with like <laughs> yeah. the most straight edge fucking cuts and just being uber, just uber hipsters like like they they looked like Morrissey in like eighty five. Okay, yeah. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I dig Morrissey. Right. I do, yeah. too. I do too. I like the Smiths. Uh, yeah. Same. My first concert so. was uh, Power Man 5000 and Stone Sour. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went to, I saw Cradle of Filth like 90 times. I went to a lot of metal shows. Lots and lots of metal shows. Yeah. That's my shit. Ozfest every year. Until two thousand seven, maybe. Ozzy was gone. Yeah, Ozzy was gone by then. Uh, the la- one of the last years, it was Ozzy was on uh, second stage, and he just like sprayed everybody down with that big ass hose, mm-hmm. and he didn't perform on. Maybe he did perform on main stage, but he did second right. stage because it was going to be his last year. And then I think I went to another one after that, and then I. I went to ours, and then I went to um, Alpine Valley. Uh, okay. We were following bands. That was the I think that was the Jada Pinkett year. Ah, Wicked yeah. Wisdom. Yeah. yeah, I think it was that year. Yeah, yeah. I that, don't know how I did it. Yeah, that and every anytime like I'm writing poetry and like yeah. I, after like I get done with those few and like I'm like oh wow I'm like sometimes I get excited for like some poems I write like mm-hmm. that that makes me happy too. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you go to, like, poetry. I try to. I don't yeah. go to too many. There isn't too many um, available in the verbs, but, like, that's something I definitely want to do more. Yeah, you for know? sure. Because, like, I've always wanted to... I always thought that was the coolest thing, like, growing up. Yeah. Like, um, seeing these poetry open mics depicted in, like, various forms of media. Yeah. And, like, the coffee house. Kind of, yeah. like, with, like, the bongos and the yeah. bass and the stuff. I always the wanted... Shit. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. you know what was funny? I... All right. I was cleaning up my room. And I looked at my bookshelf, and I was like, man, I need to get rid of some of these books. And, like, I always like like donating books to people. Like, I'm like, oh, this person would really dig this book. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to them. And so now I'm going to have to do it, because I thought about it, and I was like, no, I'm going to look like a total dork doing it. But I have this portable beat reader that has, like, all of these collections of these beat writers uh, of beat poetry. Mm-hmm in one collection and I was oh. like dude I should bring that and give it to JR and I was like no I don't want to look like a total dork no that sounds really no, cool no, to me like, yeah. no no now I'm like uh, now I'm gonna bring yeah, it to you the next time sure I see you but no to. yeah it sounds really really cool to me it's like um poetry was my first like ever like passion and stuff like that and it's still something like I nurture and like yeah. I'm always like stoked to write you know yeah yeah I love what I love that you interpret your or your you incorporate your your poetry into your comedy. Yeah, yeah. That's I, ch- so I tried to do that because I get stoked on that just yeah. because, like, the best of both worlds bring think, them all together. I think, like, collectively as a roast, but specifically Mojo's, like, people who have seen you get really excited when you do something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's good it's stuff. crazy. Do you want to, um... Choose another one? Yeah, sure. Uh, let's do two. That hasn't been picked right. Right. Okay, cool. Correct. Number two. Number two. Oh. Where were your friends? Ooh. This JR, topic is where have were you your ever gotten into some some 
some mess that your friends could have helped you out but they didn't but they didn't that's a good question i'm a very private person i don't really get invited to stuff like that i don't really like go out like not to be sad it's just like how oh, like it's like what i'm used to that's yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my dad where they um the closest thing that's coming to mind well i have a handful of tattoos mm-hmm. and stuff like that that's something most people don't know about me um I don't regret any of them just because, like, I really wanted them at that time. Like, they're mm-hmm. memories to mm-hmm. me, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, the closest I have, I wish one <laughs> of them wasn't as small as it is. Because, like, I got, a, I got a verse of song lyrics on my chest. Mm-hmm. And, like, I went to the tattoo shop by myself. And um, the artist, like, showed me it. And then I'm like, can you make it a little smaller? Because I thought it was going to run towards my nipple. <laughs> right i was just genuinely concerned and like he made it smaller like can you make it one more size smaller because mm-hmm. like i was still like concerned about that and like he did it it's on like i like the tattoo i just wish it was a little bigger because it's a little illegible mm-hmm. and maybe if like a yeah. friend like came there to like tell me like hey no one's gonna be able to read this you know yeah it's all that but yeah they shouldn't have done that wait yeah. can we see the they tattoo sh- oh yeah it's tiny oh that is tiny yeah, yeah. <laughs> That is tiny. <laughs> Look and at the, the show and boob. Yeah, show right. and <laughs> Let's keep it. Let's keep skin. it PG. Right. You know, uh, <laughs> I have a fun tattoo story also with the yeah. tattoo on my chest. Yeah. Uh, I've had it for years and years and yeah. years. Okay. Uh, and it wasn't until I probably had the tattoo for like five, six years. Okay. And I had a fella over and uh, he was, he was like, what does this say which everyone says what does it say and i'm like okay well in the gates it says sweet dreams but it's in croatian and uh so he's like i don't see it so i'm like okay well i can't see it so let me (laughs) go into the mirror and come with me and i'll show you Mm -hmm. so i'm showing him and he's just sitting there like cross-armed like all right and he's like so how long have you had this tattoo and i was like i don't know like six years and he's like and you still haven't realized that your tattoo's backwards because it's the correct way in the mirror. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Dude transferred my tattoo backwards. Oh, wow, well, yeah. And I've never, because I've only seen it yeah. forward. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, so. <laughs> I am an idiot. Mind <laughs> fucking blown right now. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why everyone asks, like, what's that say? Because yeah. it's fucking backwards. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I that's didn't even know. I still didn't know what it said until this moment. Yep. Yep, that's what it says. Yep. Wow, that's backwards. crazy. I'll show you in the mirror so you can see it the correct way. But, like, that's not... I'm not too concerned about this one just because I don't show it to people, you know? Right, right. Well, you just did. <laughs> Yeah, to all one of our watchers, which is me. <laughs> hey, don't judge. It'll get there. People yeah. watch it later. It's yeah. fine. But, uh, no. All right. Anything else that makes you happy? Anything else that makes me happy? Um, <laughs> we totally are not that topic. <laughs> we moved on to <laughs> where were your friends? Oh, yeah. We just- <laughs> <laughs> This is making me really happy right now. <laughs> I'm gonna go back and edit it and just <laughs> shit around. Don't, don't. Oh my god. Don't. She just nonchalantly well, goes. So, where were your friends? <laughs> no? No? Alright, so. What else makes right. you happy? Choose, choose another one. 
To answer your question, Disney movies make me happy too. Just so we get it all covered. Same, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, really bad. Check it off, and uh, yeah. It's funny, actually. Um, when I at the comedy shrine, um, sometimes with the open mic, I do walk up music for some of them. Yeah. There's like some some nights and things like that. It, we made it like a Disney night that night. Everybody mm-hmm. was walked up to a Disney song, but I told nobody mm-hmm. up until I started doing yes, it. And we were yeah. like five comics, and when they started to notice, yeah. And it was funny because like um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to put him on blast or whatever. But like, there's this one comedian. Like, he goes up. He always says misogynistic shit, like awful yeah. things and stuff like that. Like, he went up. I brought him up to like some princess song or whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, "Cut that shit! What the fuck is up with this lame ass music, man?" <laughs> and like, he starts going into like his misogynistic shit and stuff yeah. like that. And like in the middle, like in transition, he's like, "So I'm single." And I'm like, "Dude, you didn't have to say it's that. We're just saying this awful things, and you don't like Disney. I can't yeah. imagine." Right. <laughs> But it's so weird how like some people are very hyper masculine. It's like you're at an open mic in a strip mall in Aurora. You're not too cool to be brought up to a Disney song. Right. Yeah. I'll tell you. So the clip that I use uh, to submit to places <laughs> is from the shrine, and it was a night that you were running sound and doing the light, and uh, I did you know stripper bits. And so when you played me off, you played me off to a Little Mermaid song, and I think that it just ties my clip in together. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. It comes to the theme is fully drawn out. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But you I'm had my back that, that night. Yeah. And that, was, <laughs> that was really cool. Like, yeah. I appreciate that yeah, I'm, a lot. I'm super into that. That's awesome. You, you, it is really important. I, and I shout out to Gabe G Spot. Uh, is a really good uh, comedy. He's a good DJ. But he he's, is. A, he's a great mm-hmm. comedy DJ because he will pick one little yeah. thing. And, and sometimes it goes over people's heads, but. Oh! oh there we go. Goodbye. Um, sometimes it goes over their heads, but uh, a lot of times people would be like, oh, <laughs> like Mike Rimley never understood why he played Spiderwebs by, by No Doubt during like when Mike Rimley would go up. And Mike Rimley is like, oh, you have a spider joke. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He'd go out there and be like, this is a nice song. <laughs> I remember G-Spot once uh, telling me to do not many as many references to songs and weird shit <laughs> in my set just so he could pick one. Right. He's right. like, you mentioned like nine different fucking I bands. He's like, well, do I play Bone Thugs or do I do Modest Yahoo or do I do mm-hmm. the one where you scream about Duran Duran? I don't know. I know. Oh. But he's so good at it. I wish, I wish I had the skill and the music library to be able to do that for everybody. I try. I try to make music fitting. KB's really good at at bitching at me for whatever song I choose. I'm like, my playlist isn't that long. I'm sorry. She's like, turn off Lenny Kravitz. I'm like, I don't know. Hey, not all open mics have intro music. That's right. That's right. Damn it. Like, cut that shit off. Man. Every time. She just needs to fly away. She's like, guys. this is hurting my head. What the fuck is this? I'm like, ah, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That's the reason why I don't even have intro music. Like, there are some comedians, like, they play the same song. Tim. I noticed. Like, Tim they, has an intro yeah. song. 
And with me, it's always like, because every time I get up there, I'm like, cut this shit off. So they're like, all right, she doesn't like that. Right. Like that. I'm like, what is she like? like? When, when I see work KB's this, name coming, I'm this, like, pussy. oh my work god, this, I need to find a song this, where she's work not going to yell at me. Work this pussy. Work this I don't have that one. Maybe I need to. <laughs> I think she's giving you a signal to put that no on your playlist. <laughs> no shit. Whatever. Go to the next. <laughs> choose, choose another so anyway, does, is there anything else that makes you happy? Shut up. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I love you. I love you so much. Anyway, choose okay. another so, so what's left, actually? <laughs> that was a hooey sigh right there. <laughs> um... You have um, eight, seven. Uh, I did that one. One and six. No, four. Okay, for sure. Uh, let's do seven. Meet in the middle. <sighs> Listen. All right. <laughs> We bypass this topic every, every time. Topic, okay, no, yeah, okay. Yeah, there's some not, stuff we, to there's talk some about. There's some shit to talk about. It's gonna be a little bit late by the time this airs. It doesn't matter because this shit is. This is gonna be one of the most historical gonna... administrations ever, and it's thanks to a snake, petty ass black woman by the name of Amarosa Manigault Newman. Damn, you know her whole name. Oh, I put respects on this bitch's name. <laughs> I put respects on it. She's a snake like a motherfucker, but dude, she is giving them that business. This bitch is dropping tapes like she got an album coming out. Like, it is ridiculous. It's been, she has been confirming, and people are like, well, how dare you record it? Doesn't this make you look unethical? And she's like, if I didn't have the recordings, would you believe me? Nope. All right. Nope. I mean, if she felt it wasn't ethical, she wouldn't record it, you know? Like yeah, what way. reason would you? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I was just like... She played She played the long con. Yeah. It, that was a long fucking con. Yeah. You know how much patience you have to have? Oh, my God. I'm sure a ton, yeah. Do you know how much patience you have to have to sit... And just sit still. You know what Omarosa has shit. been to Trump? Omarosa has been Trump's like, no, I can say that I have a black friend. That's what Omarosa has yeah. been to Trump yeah. for years. Yeah. Years. Yeah. And, and she, she was like, and she was like, yeah, yeah, you can say it. Yeah. Because she was, she had to hold out. She's a snake. Yeah. So good. That's, that's some, like, I, I want to. As much as I hate this administration, this is made for TV. This is gonna be like the I next, told you. like I told you, the OJ Simpson shit. I told you, this administration documentary. is gonna be that in like five, six years. It's a reality fucking TV show. It's a false reality presented to you in some sort of produced, simulated garbage, and it's terrifying. And I hate it, and I want to burn everything to the ground. That's just how I feel. That's just how I feel. What makes you happy, Cameron? (laughs) (laughs) That got Listen, I look at it like this. (laughs) We've been through shit before. We'll make it through this shit. Mm -hmm. We always do. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But this was really, anytime we go through this type of shit, it just be the, like, us internally, like, purging within. Like, Trump is a mirror back to the American public, more so than anybody wants to believe. There is a little bit of Trump in everybody. Mm-hmm. He is as American as American can get. The ideals that they want to put forth, he is that. And it's just, I feel like it's just a, a, a mirror of like what we are. You know what Nobody I'm saying? Nobody likes it. Nobody likes it. Pick another topic. Okay, let's do four. Oh, what's four? What we is actually... T- uh, it, this is going to be great. J.R. Castro. K.B. Marion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what have you done for that dick or pussy? Well, I'm asexual, so not much, really. <laughs> Next. <laughs> no. Got it. We, I gotta that be honest. representation. We were so excited to get to that topic. Because that we was just wanted, perfect timing. It was, that was perfect. That was like it a was little... so good. Uh, <laughs> it was wah. It's fucking perfect. Thank you And we get that. to end on that. We get to fucking end on that. Yeah. So where can people find you, Jr.? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, add me on Instagram. On Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> on Instagram. What <laughs> good Instagram? Yeah. yeah, it's a new social Instagram. website platform. Instagram is gonna catch on. <laughs> you can find um, me on Instagram, Instagram. Uh, at Jr. Puff and Stuff. J R P U F F E N Stuff. And yeah, I usually post my comedy happenings, a lot of music stuff, and like I'm looking to post like more um, poetry and stuff like that. Yeah, add me on Snapchat as well. I could use some more friends at JR Comedy and JR Castro on Facebook. Um, I'm looking into doing like more poetry that will be under my pseudo name, My Mad December, just one word. If I ever um, go on my Vimeo, you can find me there too. Cool. Oh, you're adorable. You're so cute. You're so cute. Well, I try. He's at open mics all around the suburbs, too. You should check him out. Yeah, he's a funny guy. He's a funny dude. Hey, make sure you uh, subscribe to the Happy Corner on Mm -hmm. uh, podcast. Like us on uh, Facebook and follow us on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All that good stuff. Amy, what is your... Miss Amy Blaze on Instagram. Yeah, it's M-I-S-S, Amy Blaze. Uh, A-I-M-E-E is how you spell that if you didn't know. Um, Facebook, Amy Blaze. Snapchat, Miss Amy Blaze. Do I need to do Snapchat? Yeah, I fucking love Snapchat, man. It's do it. So Can I get on Snapchat? Yes, Super please. Snapchat. There's a I lot of things that I wish that it's I could so send fun. you on Snapchat, so okay. yes. Okay, so yes. I'm going to get on Snapchat, y'all. Do it. All right. Uh, find me on Instagram, K Marion Comedy, Kimberly Marion on Facebook. All that good shit, and follow the Happy Corner podcast. Like I said, and we are done. We are out of here with Jr. Castro, and that makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> Full circle. It makes you happy. That's what they call a callback in the industry. In the industry, that's right. That's what we call a callback. That's what we call a callback. And that's what call the call back. That's what call the call back. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to laugh. Cause boredom is just torture.
is the happy corner.